<laughs> fast fucking dude. Remember we woke up one day, the key up here. Oh, we going live. We live right now? Chill, chill, chill. We back. You rolling? Cheers, cheers, cheers to black bitch again. Yes, yes. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up with everybody? Just be good, man. It's your boy Cash, aka Mr. Fortunate, one third of the Lifecast podcast. Definitely most. And the next guy is? It's your boy Lifecast Mugger, man. We back, we back. Hardest working man in the show biz. Yes. And of course, you know we here with man King Hoff, aka Empire Esco. Let's go. You already know, man. Mister ain't shit. I'm so ain't shit. I'm the shit shit baby. Fuck with me, man. OG Thunder Cat in the building. Rawr, motherfuckers, man. Mister Five on the fucking Friday, man. Hoff with the Benny in the building. Mister, you can't fucking outroll me. Can I curse it? Yeah, you can do what you want. <laughs> Mister, you can't fucking outroll me, man. AKA your mother's favorite podcaster. AKA your mother's favorite podcaster. AKA Perky Paul. Come on, man. It's your boy Hot. Some of these shit's new. This nigga nah, actually, no, I had to I had to re-bring back Perky Paul from the old, you know, Perky days and shit. We back out here. 30. Man. We back out here. Mr. 30. <laughs> you know, man. We It's a Lifecast podcast. What up, though? What's going on, man? You know, we had a, 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 a extra, extra, extra turned up podcast for you today. You know, this is like the, the podcast of the podcasters. Uh, it's the clash, man. The clash. It's, it's, it's like, like you know. This is like when like you know two atoms meet and like they protons have, and electrons. Whatever he said, <laughs> 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 they form something that you know is is red. Yeah, yeah. It's like some red air in here right now. Like I said, I'm like it's a small room right now for a reason. Uh, a lot yeah, of people we, can't we get making it. it happen. We're making it happen. A lot of people can't get it. Well, and I appreciate it. it. It just had me thinking about the time you were in shot. <laughs> Before y'all came up to the podcast last time, we had yeah. the Mr. Saucy Porter. It was just a great vibe, great yeah, environment. I, I was definitely Mr. Saucy. <laughs> yeah. You was the, was the guy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was uh, kind of hesitant about slipping the punch. Man, he had some punch sitting on the table. And I'm like, all right, I'm just, you know, look at the punch. And then yeah, they're like, 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 have a cup. I like, have a cup. Five cups in. Oh, man, that shit was... You the were you the brewmaster that yes, day? Yes, sir. Mr. Shout Saucy, out to Mister Saucy. We lit. Bottles coming this summer. Yeah, man. I don't know what he put in that punch, man. But it you definitely no tail, it definitely it definitely had me feeling some tight. And I ain't gonna lie, man. I was feeling real loose in that podcast. Shout out to Prue. He was in the podcast yeah, too. Shout out to Prue. I mean, yeah. uh, call him out. This guy in the ski mask. I don't know if he wanted to be known that day. Oh yeah. Shout out to Mister Perfect. But but shout out to you guys you coming through, man. Like I said, a lot of people, like I said, can't make the trip way up here, man. Way up north, far place. No, still waiting for Jader. No return my call, but you guys made it. Yeah, man. Yeah, you guys appreciate you having us, man. I appreciate you guys. Actually, definitely, because I know you guys do your own podcast. Shout it out one more time for the people in case they don't know. Yo, Lifecast Podcast. Make sure y'all go stream and subscribe on everywhere that you get podcasts, man. Everywhere. Everywhere. So they are everywhere just as much as we are everywhere. And make sure you check out the newly, the new founded YouTube channel, Lifecast Podcast. Uh, we got uh, some of our Lifecast lives from the past and more to come up there right now. So yeah, check it out. All right, so y'all been wondering, where the lives at? Where the lives at? Y'all go live and then I can't go back and watch it no more. You got to watch it on YouTube from now on. got it on YouTube. You know, you can catch us live every Saturday night between 7.30 and 8.30. But if you miss us and you want to catch it, which we know you do. YouTube, baby. Go to YouTube, baby. Livecast Podcast.
just man, that made me want to think about you know asking y'all like how y'all stay so relevant. Before I ask y'all that though, like how do you guys even meet? Like I, I know you guys probably I don't know you guys kind of like I think Griselda feel like y'all probably hate <laughs> all like that. Well, um, it is on some Griselda shit. It is too. Like this is um I'm not just like at birth. Yeah, my older brother right there. Um and then little known little known story, quick story about that. When this nigga came out, I was actually the one that smacked him on the ass so he can, you know, make sure he was alive. The nigga was eleven months. But um then not after high school, I met this nigga in Spanish class, actually. Yeah, man, yeah, look at yeah. the Spanish classes in the yeah. world. He turned that shit up. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all the people. Man, listen. Fuck that Spanish teacher, too. I just want to say shout out to Spanish classes, man. I did Spanish one twice and Spanish two once. Don't ask me how I did that, but it happened. And uh, Spanish was also the reason. Never mind, we can go I was got into some shit. I was like, you know what? Let me not even go here. But no. After that, general relationships, general bonds, and then chilling outside of school and understanding that you know what brings everybody together? Marijuana. <laughs> marijuana. So you know the little good smoke, good people. That shit transpired into yo link up at Keeney Park. Then it yeah. turned to oh, parties in in Manchester at a certain location and. Just involved, man. Right. We opened up a business, what, 2013? That is nigga moved up my cousin. Yeah, this nigga like, yeah. I just want to yeah. know, because I don't think it's ever been said, we has got a statute of limitations passed. My nigga, Mr. Fortune, <laughs> had the best piff back in 2007, <laughs> oh, yeah, in 2006. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's up, it's up. It's up. It's yeah, up. Yeah, the yeah, best yeah. piff you could get, you had to get it from this guy. You that was a genuine, like, really But he's a retired drug dealer, so we don't worry about that. No that more was more. a genuine, like, relink. Like, we had met each other in, like, Spanish class. Mm-hmm. And then, like, and that's how you do for the 15. Like, yeah. Okay. yeah. Like, that good shit, though. And, Yes, man. Yeah, before there was a gas. Yeah, yeah, right before it was gas. First time I caught from this nigga, I caught from him and what I had gave y'all a dub or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And this is when I knew niggas was genuine niggas. Like niggas hit me like, "Yo, we got five for you. You about to come right back?" And I was like, "Ah, yeah." Anything. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But you know, off the strength of just. Even if we ain't seen each other in a couple of years, yeah, man, yeah. it was always love, loyalty, that type of shit. We both founded and cut from the same. We both yeah. West Indian, so we cut from that cloth. Of, mm-hmm. You know, each one teach one. No, be loyal to the one that you know, loyalty type shit. Gotcha. So, yeah. yeah, that's what's up, man. But now nah, I can ask y'all, how do y'all stay so relevant, man? Like y'all guys are everywhere all the time, man. We got to work. You wanna, you wanna take that one? Yeah. Uh, shit, like mother said, constant work, and then uh, for me, it's not paying attention to like. Nothing else. Like, literally, I'm in my own bubble. I'm, my, I'm in my own world 24-7. I don't be focused on, you know, I show a lot of love to a lot of people doing what they got going, what they doing, you know, as far as music, you know, podcasts, modeling, just content creators, period. I show a lot of love to people, but 24-7, I'm in my own world, in my own head, just thinking of different ways for us to, you know, keep growing the brand, keep growing what we got going on, you know, and more. and how we stay relevant is we focus on relevant shit. Yeah. You know, we don't just talk about, you know, shade room shit. We don't just talk about, you know, media takeout shit. We don't just talk about world star shit. We talk about everything that's relatable to everyone. You know, the meaning of the podcast, living is for everyone. That like that that's some real shit to us because we focus on conversations that a lot of people probably wouldn't talk about because they're afraid to have those conversations or yeah. they don't know how to have those conversations. You know what or I mean? Or it's not so, cool to talk about those conversations. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, like we're one of the first few people to have conversations openly about um, transgenders and yeah. transgender athletes and 
you know, it's race. people, race, race was a religion. Early in the podcast. You know, See, I remember, yeah. like, I really want like, to say this just because in 2020, the sh- well, 2019, the shift of the mental illness, we are very okay, early right. broke in, like, the mental illness in the black community and culture. And I remember having a guest on that podcast. And she she didn't she didn't believe it. She thought it was nah hey, niggas ain't depressed, niggas ain't it's no, no such thing as anxiety and nah, we good. But then a year later, everybody going through it, everybody can relate. Like so I felt I felt like it felt good to be one of the four four um, front runners on, on that topic and yeah. just, you know, yeah, bring shit to man. like I tell niggas all the time, not not in a, a braggadocious way, but I be telling these niggas all the time, like a lot of the times we'll do some shit maybe two, three weeks ago and then uh two, three weeks later we see on other platforms, you know, bigger, larger platforms either having the same conversation or making the same exact points that we were making. So it's just like, yo, it's only a matter of time before, you know, that one eye catches us and we catch to where we want to be. But right now, it's, we, we, we we at the perfect spot, you know, as far as relevancy goes. You know, it's it's a lot of motherfuckers who started with us, mm-hmm. around us, you know what I mean, that's not around no more. Right. Wish they stayed, you know, true to the game and, and just kept down, on putting bro. content out, you know. It's been videos that we had. We our first few lives that we did, we only had like sixty, seventy views on them bitches, and we just kept on doing every single to week. The point we get to fourteen hundred. Fourteen hundred. You know what I'm saying? Two thousand and shit. Like it's I think the one with Frank going on, niggas, we did like four thousand views on that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like it's a constant struggle to understanding that yo, everything ain't gonna hit, mm-hmm. but at some point, at least point, you shot the dart. Hey, you know it's, what gonna stick, it's gonna stick. It's gonna stick. I used to always think about that too, man. I used to be watching uh, like. Sports center and they'd be saying some shit, and I'd be like, Man, this guy need you know, pass the ball, and then five seconds later, they say, This guy needs to just pass the ball. I'm like, Motherfucker, I just said that shit. Same like, shit, like, like, so I'm like, Man, like, I can do the shit that they doing, they getting paid millions and millions of dollars doing it. So, like, you always say, like, you know, y'all already are bringing the content, whether y'all whether know it or not, like, y'all are a news outlet mm-hmm. for some people because. Not everybody watches the news. People will say all the time, oh, I don't watch the news, I don't watch the news. We watch Facebook. Mm-hmm. Right? Or you go on your Twitter or your <laughs> IG you your and shit. Yeah. That's the news. That is, like, some people, you know, media is, you know, a form. You need to get fed that different way. Yeah, some a, people get it through the paper. Mass vessel of information. Yeah, you get it through the TV, whatever, how you guys doing it. And like I said, you guys, like I said, definitely do a good job of... Uh, uh, staying relevant, like I said, keep bringing up a lot of relevant topics. Almost four years in, guys. Yeah, yeah, I'm four years in, guys. Yeah. I'm uh, just uh, probably in, just, I'm just about meeting um, a month myself. I'm not a month, <laughs> a month, a year. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah. takes a lot. Like yeah. to even get to that point from making it to a year and accomplishing that anniversary year, that takes a lot, man. Like, right, a lot of people said, like uh, we were just talking about it. Like I got tripod stands and things that I started from, you know, when I first started, and all the camera equipment and things I bought and things I did along the way, like. Mm-hmm. But it was like, at one point, it was like, man, even like, you know, co-hosts whatever, not wanting to do the show anymore, you're like, man, do I stop? But shit, I'm already in. I'm, yeah. already, I'm already paying the rent. Yeah, I'm already getting the bill. Like, and that's what they always uh, appreciate. When people always say it's crazy, but this, this guy, he was getting a little bit of money. He was so-called a millionaire. He was a CEO of our company. He was like, uh, as, a, as a known fact, as a fact that single men, well, on average, a married man who has kids makes more money than a single man with no kids. Mm-hmm. What's the fact? He got to, really. Just like he you got said, to, really. he, he got to. Oh, because he got to support his he family. Gotta support yeah, he got to support, provide he got to support kids. 
A single man on average. I can see. But now, oh, average, the, the average, average people argue, oh, I know a rich nigga. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's, that's, a, rich, outliers, that's yeah. a rich nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, it goes back to a motherfucker. Travelers got a line in the song that I just take with me every day. Like, it's a difference between those who don't and those who gotta do. You feel yeah. me? Like, that's the difference between, like, somebody that's gonna start a podcast today that's not gonna be there in a month or six months. Like, no yeah. matter what, like, it don't be easy. Like, yeah. we record on Saturday nights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's one of the, the, the best nights as yeah, somebody in their early 30s, yeah. late 20s to be. Like, yeah. Saturday night, you giving up one of the prime mm-hmm. spots of your life to go make your dream where you're happy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we go every Saturday. Niggas got to be dog sick. Like, niggas got kids. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, niggas got whole situations outside of just, like, we work. Like, you feel me? Like, sometimes. Yeah. 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 yeah, but, like, sometimes, like, Sometimes I gotta go out of town. Sometimes you feel me like niggas got different shit going on. You mm-hmm. feel me like niggas dealing with different shit. Like we gonna keep on continuing to do this because like it's what we believe in and like it's a like our podcast is generic. You feel me like we tried the co-host thing. Like you feel me like and shout out to everybody that was a co-host. You feel me? But like it's hard to break up this nucleus because like. We have these conversations anyway. Like, yeah. really if we didn't record it, we would have had these conversations like, yeah. anyway. Like, yeah. It's really shooting the shits with your, with your guys. Like, right. That ass, man. It's a, and speaking to the point of, like, you know, people having shit to do. You know, it's times where I have to go to an event, so I can't even record. So these niggas is recording, you know what I'm saying? Or this nigga is sick, or this nigga is sick, or I'm sick. Like, when I say sick, I mean niggas is sick. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas can't get out of bed sick is the only reason why niggas can't record. But niggas are still there. It may be a slow news week. Not much happened on the week. You know what I'm saying? So, conversations that we put, we had to really, like, dig, do our research. Like, people, like, our podcast is, and speaking to the relevancy point again, I think our podcast, you know, sets a a different standard in the sense that we actually do a lot of research behind the scenes. We do a lot of research prior to even getting on the mic and talking or getting in front of the camera and talking. You know what I mean? Like, we sit down and we research the topics that we're going to discuss throughout the week. We build our show segments, you know what I mean? So it's a lot, it's a lot of actual work that goes into this shit. Some people think that you just pop up, record, and then bang, oh, well, you got a podcast, you know what I'm saying? Or roll up, pour up, and you got a podcast. Like, nah, like, I mean, yeah, that is a podcast. I mean, you got some audio recorded. Batteries got to get bought. Everything alone is like now we're doing the cloud storage space. We're on our second laptop. We're on our second laptop. Third. Third. Oh, oh, third. 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 I, don't, I can't remember y'all. Like I, I'm not gonna look back at it and, and, and harp on you not showing up. I mean, in the in the end in the end of it, it's us telling other people like, yeah, that's not a good look for that person X, Y, and Z. So that's her and none. Now that's mm-hmm. and I don't really it don't really bother me like like well two things. The first thing is I'm gonna be one hundred percent honest. Like he don't know how the business coming. He, I don't know how the guys is coming up here. And <laughs> these niggas want to talk to other niggas a lot more than I do on like a general like because like. I'm the type of person where, to me, like, we be in our own corner, we building our shit, you feel me? Our head's down, so, like, when, like, we get interviewed and shit, like, most of the time, I don't know what to say because we still doing the work, yeah, yeah. you feel me? So, it's hard to sit back and put it in perspective because we still doing it. Yeah. So, I'm assuming everybody else is still doing it as well, you know what I'm saying? But, like, when the artists don't show up and shit, like, it don't really bother me because, like, I know how hard it is, like, he does the events. 
Like he's a nigga that like y'all gonna see out in public at these events and shit. Because I'm gonna keep it a being. You got like, dancing all in your video. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's hard for me. You know, like it's hard for me to like. I got shit to do. Like, I be tired, like, a lot. Like, I'm tired. And, like, I don't get mad at artists not coming up because it's like I'm asking you to help me build my dream. Yeah. You yeah. feel me? Like, I'm not paying you to come up here. Yeah. Like, you feel me? See, it's easy to say no now when they try to double back. See, with me, my thing with the whole artist cancel, not even canceling interviews, but artists not showing up and also not canceling interviews, it's like, yo, we we put a lot of work into this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if an artist reach out to us and want to do an interview, I'm doing the due diligence to. If it's an artist who I'm not familiar with, I'm gonna do, do I'm doing the due diligence to go listen to your music. You know what I'm saying? Go check out your social medias and kind of get a little background information on who you are as a person, mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. So I'm taking time away from doing other things because outside of this podcast, you know, I have other platforms that I'm, I'm an executive producer with. So it's like I'm taking away time from. All of that shit. To, you know what I'm saying? To research you your ass. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Charlemagne, uh, Chris Evans, like motherfucking Anthony Bourdain. Like these are some of my inspiration, like inspiration type shit because they do when they sit down with interviews and shit or to do an interview, they actually do research on their subject to R&D, make the interview. Man. You, you know never seen a big Fortune 500 company without an R&D department. Exactly. Research, research and development. development. So, you know, like I take a lot of time to research and, and, and actually put effort into figuring out who you are as an artist because to be honest to be honest a lot of no one knows who the fuck half y'all niggas are <laughs> real shit I'm not I'm not talking <laughs> shit I'm just, I'm just being honest I'm just being honest I'm just being honest because I go to these events I go to these showcases I go to these artists performances and shit and a lot of times these artists get up on stage like they don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. And they got better saying? things to do. And they got better things to do. So they come up there, they dragging their feet, walking across the stage, letting the music actually perform for them as opposed to them performing the music. You know what I mean? So you guys definitely uh I appreciate it, man. And I know Fuego do, if he was here, he would appreciate it. You know, I remember when we did your podcast, you was like, uh, somebody told me about you. I heard about you, mm-hmm. and you saying right now like, yeah, I don't know a lot of the, the people yeah. that come up there. The fact that you even heard about them, right? Like, yeah, right. Well, we got artists that like, cause it be certain interviews. I ain't gonna lie, like when I refer was coming, like it be certain interviews that like I'll be excited this coming, cause like oh shit, about to interview somebody like I actually heard of, like, yeah, I actually yeah. know type of shit. Yeah, it would be like when we interviewing somebody that like this nigga know, like these niggas, like, you feel me? Like I don't know. I'd be like, well. I'm gonna just sit in the cut and just ask you like, yo, how you started, what your motivations is, because yeah. like I don't really know much else like outside of that. But like when Fuego's coming up there, like, oh, we got some shit to talk about. You yeah, feel yeah. Me? some real shit. And like, just his yeah. recept and how he he was receptive of how we were, you know, just the conversation. Like mm-hmm. he he gave some honest shit. He told he told it like it is. Like, yo, I, I, need, I need to get on these press runs. I need to get the media training yeah. and all that. And I appreciate y'all opening the outlet. So from that interview. It opened up and show like you know what we don't need to cater to nobody else shit like if they're appreciative of what we bring to the table let, let it be a, a mutual thing as yeah. opposed to a one sided I'm doing this for you or you doing this for me and I've nothing that's what kind of birthed my podcast the fact that you know I was going on all those like you said all mm-hmm. those different like platforms, platforms and shit and I'm like damn what's going on you did like like even uh, they rapped about it he said you did you know one song two songs about six interviews mm-hmm. like every after they did that uh, the bunky and Always been a hundred. Yeah, like, man, everybody was like, yo, I need to interview y'all niggas. Like, I need y'all niggas to come up here. So it stopped, started seeing like, damn, it's like, this is how music is kind of not like distributed now. Mm-hmm. Not saying like the podcast sells the music, but the podcast and these these platforms are where artists get to come 
and like show their face. This is like where, like how they say in the NFL, you really can't be seen because you got the helmet on. Mm-hmm. Like this is us turning, you know, the, the helmet on into the basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, podcast, it's like you marketing yourself. The way podcast is going now, just like general trajectory. This is just my opinion. This has to be like I wasn't there for it, but this has to be like when radio first became booming, like when they had that first FM channel. TV first, you feel like some shit, like oh shit. It's where people like I don't watch much TV. I don't listen to the radio. Period. I'm gonna keep it a bean right now. I don't listen to the radio. I don't like the radio. I play the same eight songs, at least in CT anyway. I play the same eight songs back to back, different ways, and throw a different beat on it. Shout, shout out to Troy Radio. Shout out to Radio, uh, radio Ready and DJ Semi. I, I, I fuck with Radio. It's certain ones, but he's talking about Monday through Friday. talking about three pebbles. Yeah, talking about three pebbles in the river. We cool with a lot of radio DJs, and I like the radio DJs. Like, I blame it on like program directors and shit. It's like you only allowing them to play. Like, it's like if a DJ has to, if a DJ comes on and they know they're gonna be here for two hours today, they're doing their show, yeah. and you tell them like, "Yo, listen, you gotta play Roddy Rich the Box at least eight times." Okay. You, know, you, you gotta play the billboard top hip hop like you tie in their hands. So like I'd much rather listen to that DJ when they go live on Facebook when they're doing their mixes, like fresh. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, shout out to fresh, but like when DJs go live or like when we say DJs at a party or whatever, like when you get the freedom to do what you gotta do. Cause to me that radio shit is like It's programming. It's, it's all yeah, it's, it's not really radio, radio programming yeah. for a reason. You get what I'm saying? So like okay. podcast is now booming because like Ain't nobody over us. Like, trust me, if your song comes across our email and we don't like it, you're not going to hear from us. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, no matter how much money somebody got for us to play that song, you're not going to hear from yeah. us. Cause, like, like, a podcast, basically, like, being on these places are, like, confirming that, hey, somebody, know, like you said, like, we're hearing about you. We actually yeah. got you on the platform. There's some traction. You can it's, start it's some seeing tra- some, some traction. Like, and that's one thing I saw with Bass was the fact that he was doing so many. Like, man, like, for just to be like, just managing for like six, seven, eight months. Mm-hmm. Like, man, he was doing like them their podcast or interview almost every mm-hmm. week, like mm-hmm. double book. Like, like he waited for me to get off work and bring him to the next one. Like, I'm like, I, like, we got, I just did one with you yesterday. Like, <laughs> like, like it's crazy. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's moving. moving. Like, so, like, I just want to also note, too, in that sense, like, shout out to Fuego, you know, Free Fuego. But like we our 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 platform, the Lightcast Podcast, we're not an interview podcast. Yeah. Right? We don't yeah. we don't That's do, not what we specialize in. You know, we don't specialize in interviews, you know what I mean? So it's like when we do interview artists, so we do give opportunities for artists to be interviewed and shit and, and get uh cross promotion with our, our, our fans, the lifers, you know. It's out of it's it's off the fact that yo we trying to just show love to y'all niggas. Yeah, you know what I'm trying. We trying to put y'all. We trying to give y'all a a, a, a stage for y'all to step on that y'all maybe previously wasn't able to step on. You know, and get in front of these these set of eyes. You know, different what I mean? looks, just man. a different look. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, because I'm not gonna hold you. We have lifers like some lifers who contact us, who listen to us, who listen to every single podcast, who watch who every single shit. YouTube, Details who watch anything. every single live, who know this shit. And they like they, we've been told like some interviews like yo, why you, why you had them niggas up there? They ain't have shit to talk about. Yeah. Who are these niggas? Who, who is that? That's I check their music and their music not even that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, people is giving us and now like, yo, stop doing interviews for the, for the uh, commentators, commenters just as well. That's part of the process too. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they had. Necessary evil, like I want. I hate quoting, but uh, Eddie Murphy, 
in uh what's that uh the vampire brooklyn vampire like, brooklyn. evil is necessary mm-hmm. like yeah. it is necessary because you have to know what's bad to, to know, know what's, what's good, good. Yeah. like so it's going to be bad interviews mm-hmm. it's going to be right. people with nothing to talk about because mm-hmm. that just makes the person that actually got something to say oh that was a great fucking interview yeah, mm-hmm. word, so word. just you know take it yeah, with a grain of salt oh no trust me it's all learning like, yeah yeah but no i'm just saying commenters they be like oh i don't want you to have the people on there oh you shouldn't do this yeah. Well, yeah, motherfucker, so listen, like, if I didn't do, do that, that, you wouldn't even be talking to me right now. So yeah. thank you. <laughs> you know, that's just me. Like, you know, that's the, the uh, supreme being to me, just overlooking everything. Like, it's all, it's all, it's all, it's all like, necessary. Somebody heard something and be like, yo, this such and such music wasn't even that fire. And I'm like, yo. Your music in order for an artist to sit down and talk to us, like, say, he bring up artists that niggas want to interview, like, Niggas send the track to like you're like, yo, listen to this, let me know what you think. Touch just, just wanna come up for an interview. Niggas listen to the track. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The three it might fit I taste the music, but then they come up there, you ain't like the interview, you go listen to the music. Like first off, you're going in there with a notion. A bias. You, like, you didn't like the person. You mm-hmm. feel me? So you already may not like the music, but maybe the music is outside of your mold of good music. Like yeah. it's what we fuck with and not for nothing, but it's our back. It's our shit. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. And even, even those interviewers or interviews where it was like, yeah, that, that interview was trash, or I didn't like that interview, X, Y, and Z, or I didn't like that artist's music. You know what I'm saying? That's the reason we do the, that's what the rest of the reason we do these interviews and have these artists up there. It's like, so we can expose the artist to a large group exactly. of people. Exactly. So you can see, so they can yeah, see yeah, like, all right. guy's actually trash. You know what I'm saying? Or this guy, he, he don't fit. He's I actually think, a bad person. You know what I'm saying? He's a bad, exactly. He's a bad person, but maybe music is good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or he got some bad, uh, bad ideas or bad views, but the music is fire. You know yeah, what I'm why saying? Why are you telling so, us? Like, yeah, yeah, don't like, tell us. Tell the like, Tell the Because even Frank has been through that too. Like, they're like, oh man, why are you doing a song with this person? Why are you doing a song? with this person because I'm, I'm I need working, to make man. music I'm yeah. working yeah. Working. Yeah. Yeah. Process. Yeah. like yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, this culture hip hop radio it's a podcast based, based out of Bronx New York that's the girl that interviewed Rap City in a couple of oh, right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. shout out to her because like three months ago, I guess some some couple local artists with decent sized followings out there in New York, they were supposed to come into her shit. Now she rents her studio out, so now it's costing her money mm-hmm. to rent the studio out. Had the engineer, she's paying the engineer to do it. Niggas don't show up. Mm-hmm. So now she got deposit. You can't come up there without five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Set her price and forget it. And I appreciate just the the the, the, the nuance, not the nuance, but. Having to revamp the the the, the field we in. Okay, this shit's not working. People people not taking this as serious. So now understand this. That's why so, like it's, always, it's difficult. Like because that's what artists and other entertainers that like supposed to come up and they never show up. That's what they don't understand. Like we at an advantage. You get what I'm saying? Like we own the studio equipment. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? With some real shit. Like we own our shit. We that's what I'm saying. Like we. If you don't show up, like, first off, you're wasting my time. And time, time is, is very important. Time is called, you, there's no we price for that. Time, time, time is money. Is money. We <laughs> made, <laughs> you feel me? Like, time is money. Like, we, what's it called? Like, we may, like, we may be interviewing, we may be pushing the podcast up. Feel me? Like, my kids ain't even sleep yet. Now, nah, yeah, 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 so I'm really sacrificing time, but, like, that's what niggas don't understand, like, the sacrifice, my nigga. Niggas sacrificing time with their kids, niggas sacrificing them. Nigga, we, I, we missed out, we missed my mother's birthday, mm-hmm. we missed my father's birthday, we missed yeah. anniversary just because we had to go record and we had to make sure this content was getting put out there. It's not as much day. Yeah. Yeah. How about this? You motherfuckers at least got each other. Oh, no, no, this day. I be sitting in this room, like, I 
talking about my fucking <laughs> self, man. I'm talking to myself in the camera. Like, imagine you that. do it every, every week. week. Imagine looking at the camera. Imagine sitting here and looking at the camera and you know, I'm online and I'm talking to this motherfucker and mm-hmm. I'm think like, this shit is going to go somewhere. Like, I'm having a... I must be fucking crazy. I nah, man. It's a good look at the look at the vloggers though. Like there's people out there. People hit me like, man, I've been watching your podcast. Niggas inspired by you. I ain't been see even uh, watch that, but that's crazy. Like I said, there's a thing that you can now sit in a room by yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's make it yourself. As long as you're making like good, as long as you bringing up good mm-hmm. points and that the conversation is interesting and shit, wait, like, wait, niggas gonna fuck with you. Quick question, man. Where are you guys like from originally? Like I know like everybody from the like the Harper County area, but like exactly where you guys. From. Well, Sheffield Beach. I grew up uh, a little bit of Bose Park, a little bit of Sargent Street. All right. Like, uh, stomping ground on Cleveland, Cleveland Avenue. When Cleveland I, Avenue. Yeah, shout, shout out, out my niggas. Free my nigga tough, man. We ain't gonna talk about it. <laughs> I made him shoot. What's it I was born in St. Croix. By the river? I'm from Chappelle. Little tent. Yeah, Yo, actually, when I was born, the <laughs> hospital, a hurricane, <laughs> a hurricane hit, and the whole hospital wasn't <laughs> I, I was literally born in the Next to the, the garbage and shit, fucking they had me in there. Couldn't make it to the hospital. Couldn't afford the ambulance. They had the hospital. No, they had the hospital, but they couldn't make it to the hospital. They had me in the basement, nigga. And the dude was pushed out. Like, yeah, yeah, pushed, yeah, yeah, pushed out in the basement. Yeah, yeah. Actually, niggas dead eventually got me to the well, hospital and shit. That's, but, my parents was doing too no, much because when I was born, they was on vacation. Like I was yeah. born in Antigua. Yeah. You from yeah. out here, right? Yeah, I'm from here. I was actually almost born in Bingo Hall. Oh, how that happened? Mom was that bingo? Hey, yeah. <laughs> risking it all. She was a whole deal. Like, oh, oh, like they thought she had it. Like they thought she had the big one. She's like, no, that's a different one. I gotta go. Like, no, get me out of here. This little nigga. That's just kind Yeah, so that's yeah. why. But yeah, it's definitely what's up, man. Everybody from the Harbor area. I'm my father. He from uh, Jamaica. I just found out some crazy shit. Like uh, my my grandmother actually left Jamaica because. My grandfather kept getting her pregnant. She yeah. kept getting her pregnant. She was like, she kept getting pregnant. She said, like, I gotta go. Like, like <laughs> this nigga's crazy. Like, he's getting pregnant every... She's like, every year he made me breed a baby. Like, every year. We gotta cut that out. Every year. I have seven kids. That was the nation, though. Yeah. My grandmother was one of 14, bro. <laughs> she said she did. Got her money right and sent for all the kids, sent for her mother, father, mm-hmm. and left that nigga. I'm like, that's kind of shady, grandma. Like, my, left my granddad, just left home, like, take the. No, she ain't want to breathe no more. Yeah, it's like, you know, wow. I understand that shit. Yeah, I remember when we first started the podcast and shit, like, everything was so heart first. We doing this for the heart first. Yeah. We doing this for our city. We recorded our first podcast on Pratt in, in, in the heart of the city. In the heart of the city. Shout out to Harry Harrison's House of Styles. We recorded that shit right in his back room. Mm-hmm. We still, the nigga, I still, room. we still got plans. I still got plans to do a live show in the fucking. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just gonna happen. We gonna do a live show you. in the XL Center. Make it happen, point. man. Speaking to you know this, man. Make it happen. Like, like people don't, people think it's like 
false, man. But like all everything, man, is so real. Like I, like I said, I was showing you guys my office there, and like I've been doing like selling the energy for nine years, mm-hmm. and like people will be like, man. Even when I was doing this, like, man, you still doing that shit? You still doing that shit? Like, nigga, how many years you gonna keep asking me about still doing this shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, nigga. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I, I, I understand that it's hard for you guys to understand of a, a commitment. Of yeah. Being committed to something. Mm-hmm. Like, I just can't quit things. Like, yeah. it's hard for me to get things up. So, yeah, after years, it's like, three, you gotta be happy. Yeah, like, I work there now. Yeah, yeah that's what I did. Yeah, I work there. This for three years, what you do now. That ass, but it's like, this ain't no quick job. Like, I think what it is in our community, like, we're not used to seeing commitment. That's a fact. Anything. Yeah. Somebody being committed to a woman, being committed to mm-hmm. a job, being committed to people. Yeah. Like just period. Like just like people un like unloyal. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, man. like are you gonna be loyal throughout the whole time? Like that's with me. Like I always try to pride myself on being, you know, fully committed to all my endeavors, whether it be like yeah. energy and everything. That's what literally like I think means the most about like, you know, like I said, speaking to existence is not just speaking to existence, but speaking it and then sticking to it. Sticking to yeah. it, yeah. Like, all right, you guys wanna be at the civic center, all right, you can speak it, but just don't be like, all right, I spoke it, and this, now that shit's supposed to happen. I gotta sit back. No, I just gotta sit down. Yeah, nah, it happen any like minute that. now, any day. This is no, like, no. Yeah, like, how do we, I get we come from a, uh, and I'm not saying all of us, but mm-hmm. the culture has a history of self sabotaging, mm-hmm. whether it come from yourself or your peer, but self sabotaging meaning I don't wanna see us do better, or mm-hmm. I don't wanna see us up. We only made it here. We find here. Fuck it. Let's not prosper and do better. Like we got to get out of that. And I've seen within the past couple of years with just different platforms and different content creation, people net action networking to do better shit. Like shout out to fucking uh, Champ Jones chatting with Champ. Like yeah, doing man. his shit. I, I see you was did, on there. I think I did a, a joint there. Yeah, season three, yeah, episode crazy. one. We yeah, yeah, I did. I did a. Uh, we've been doing this for so long. That last year when the bricks was open, it's closed now. Mm-hmm. Nah, I was closed. Yeah. yeah, we've been doing this for so long that like. It's crazy because, like, it's people that we cross paths with that was doing it back in the day. That, like, it's the same, gets back to the same thing, like, being dedicated to your endeavors. Like, it's people we cross paths with, and, like, now they're doing, like, they're doing big shit, too. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, they really got shit going on, and that shit is, like, it's motivation. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's not, to me, it's not even about, like, I want anybody we cross paths with, I want your platform to be huge. You not everybody. You get what I'm saying? Some of y'all. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, I don't really be talking to anybody. Like, yeah, I'm just saying. Somebody got to be in the bottom. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's about food. I can't help anybody podcast. It's like, these niggas, fuck them. These niggas, like, they used to have a saying, because I always used to be like, oh, nah, we got to save everybody. I still do believe that you can't. You don't know who you can save unless you try to save everybody. You feel me? Even oh, my favorite quote is, you can't save them all, David Hasselhoff. No, these niggas, they got a quote. These niggas, like, <laughs> somebody going to get hit by the fucking shit. Somebody going to get bit. The sheep should just wolves, my nigga. And the wolves got Everybody keep. can't be wolves. Everybody yeah. can't be wolves, nigga. So, you know, listen, uh, sacrifice them sheep. Like, no one said everybody can't get, listen, he got two. Yeah, only two. Because I can't save all these motherfucking cows and shit. Yeah, Two of you motherfuckers can go. True. They gotta know us. Um, I, I forgot where I heard this. Yeah. I just heard this other day. They gotta, they gotta know us. Art Museum in um, Kentucky. They find <laughs> Kentucky. No, they ain't find no, 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 no. Art. Niggas, no, <laughs> they, they, no, they, no, no. According to according to National Geographic, yo, yeah, nah, niggas from Kentucky. Wow, they got dinosaurs and shit in there, but. In the, in the museum. Oh, okay. Yeah, niggas in Kentucky bored as shit. Niggas said shit that um. Niggas, I'm not gonna say his name. Niggas be my mans, and I don't even want him to sound crazy. Like when Kyrie said the Earth was flat, <laughs> but like 
Somebody told me they found Noah's Ark in like Antarctica, and I was like, you can't find a wooden boat. <laughs> like I legitimately feel like yeah, I heard I, I somewhere that they said that they might find it, but I don't know. No, no, no. no. Oh, that's how I negotiate. They always experiment in Antarctica too. They always say that's like one of the biggest countries, continent, whatever. Who knows, man? But I mean, you if you think what? about it, like the ice caps are melting. There's there's ice that's releasing yeah, gas that was that was trapped like 14 million years ago. Type. Oh yeah, it's the middle of time. Oh, right now, we'll be living it in might be. It oh. might find it one listen, day. Who knows? If it's a real thing, I don't know. Listen, I'm, I'm telling you right now. Exactly. If it's a real thing. You don't thing. got no flying, like, when it's flying cars and shit, that's the, like, they got jetpacks, nigga. No, we this don't. shit is the realest shit ever. They got jetpacks, you nigga, can buy. This shit is the Fugazi area. What, this era? Yeah, this, we call it, like, you know, they got, like, you know, the golden era and. Oh, like the uh, silver era. Yeah, yeah, this shit yeah, be called Fugazi. This shit is the fakest, craziest shit ever. You don't know if men are men. Women are women. If money is money, if and people to that are, point, though, like nothing is real. They got what? Shout out to my boy Hoshi. Hoshi, he made a really good point in regards to the whole like. Men I don't like that point. Women, because I feel like I don't like that point only because you don't like it because it's not politically correct. No, 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 not not because it's not politically because I don't like us as a culture saying that the only reason why the why homosexual transgender shit is being perpetuated so much is because the government is trying to force that on our culture. Like, Malcolm X said... No, but what I'm saying... social engineering. He basically said that the government is trying to push the ideal of pedophilia being okay. You know, I'm saying that. I don't like those theories because, like, Malcolm said, like, right now I'm in the middle. I'm probably on episode three of Who Could Malcolm X. Oh, damn. Hurry up. Yeah. Malcolm X's ideology was, yo, nobody can control us. Whatever we push is what we allow, period. Mm-hmm. True, true. So, our, us as a culture, as a whole, we got to stop saying that. And we got to understand, like, yo, look, all right, well, look, if that's what, if if it's someone 5,000 people and 150 people is pushing this and they're doing that, that's what they're doing over there. You feel me? The that's other 4,000, the other 4,850 people in this motherfucker, like, we got a whole firm, a whole study. Like, we can't just be like, oh, yeah, well, that's only happening because somebody from outside is making that happen. It's like, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I, so I, I don't think, like so. I, I, I you don't think social engineering is a thing. No, but no, I, 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 I get what he's saying because like I get what he's saying is like kind of like speaking into existence. Yeah, like if I didn't know about it, right? Then I'll probably be. Doing, Would it still affect you? But no, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. I would probably be doing everything I could, you know, just to be a straight guy or do whatever, just mm-hmm. regular. But because I'm hearing about it. I'm like, oh, here no, they go again. It's distracting you from actually, you know, accomplishing like, the goal. So I get what you're saying. Like, we focus more on speaking about the problem than actually doing the solution. Yeah, we need more action. Social engineering is really a real thing, but yeah. I think a, the, a big part of social engineering, social uh, engineering, is the allowance from the yeah. from the person. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta have a society to engineer. Fucking sheep. No, but that's what I'm saying. So let like social real shit, cause like. Let the Wayne Wade go wherever he wants and say whatever he wants. Like, them his kids. You feel me? Like, that's what he's doing in his house. It's cool. As long as we understand, as long, as long as we understand that over here and all these other black families, like, we stand there firm and we do what we need to do in our household. Like, we that's can't it. worry yeah. about that. Exactly. Because it's, it's, it's just like how, like, uh, for instance, it's like, I get what you're saying now, your point about, like, it is social engineering because they're controlling it. Because mm-hmm. they, they promote. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at Dwayne Wade, such a great dad, allowing his son to be gay and do this and that. Oh, Adrian Peterson. Oh, mm-hmm. motherfucker, you beat your kid with a belt? You made him cut a switch? You don't switch. But like, 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 like,
demonized. They amplify the demon in the other side. Shit. And then they amplify the other side. So I give it both of you Break it down. Even break it down into the commercials that we watch on a regular, everyday basis. Like, Certain people don't realize that, like, all right, y'all know what Truvada is? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Truvada, if you don't, if you're watching, you don't know what Truvada is. Truvada is a, 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 a pill that's supposed to prevent uh, you from getting AIDS, AIDS if your partner has AIDS, as long as they're taking their medication and, you know, X, Y, Z. So in the Truvada commercial, every single Truvada commercial that I've seen has at least 80, 85% Black, black males. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Black That's males. That's the thing, bro. though. That's so it's like thing. you're basically telling the black community that AIDS is more rampant and, and uh, 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 prevalent in the black male community than any other community. Also, Without back, actually saying it. Without saying it. And then taking a deeper dive into look at how many of the, the YouTube era about two or three years ago when every single influencer that was black was put on a fucking wig, put on a fucking dress, acting a feminine. Walking around being acting as females. They got motherfuckers trained. Now again, I'm an advocate for the LGBT community. If you're watching, you thinking I'm gay bashing XYZ. No, I'm a big supporter in the LGBT community. I want them to have love. I want them to have life. I want them to be able to live and do whatever the fuck they want because that shit don't affect me over here. In no way, shape, or form what they doing over there. You dig me? But at the, the fact that these niggas, the, the fact that there's so many outlets subconsciously pushing this this message and this narrative down niggas' throat. It affects the sheep and makes the sheep think like, you know what? This is starting to be okay. There's no, like, bro, name one strong black male figure, strong black male figure that is not homosexual that's on television right now that's being pushed via the media. What you mean, like, like on TV? For life. On TV. Outside, oh, outside, of, outside of LeBron James, which is the probably the one black male figure that's, that, that's helping to push the black culture that the media is portraying in the correct light. Give me a, give me a, 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 it's a lot. I, I could like you got Steph Curry, Kawhi. You got Four Life. You feel me? The dude from Four Life, the new show. Um, that's on. Yeah, 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 he's so, it, it's that. a lot. What I think. Right, what right, I um, Lakeith Stanfield or whatever. Yeah, Lakeith, yeah, yeah. What I think the problem is like because we also have to understand that like times is different. They back in the day they just wasn't putting no gay people on TV. It's a fact. Well, they, they was, but they, couldn't, they couldn't say they was gay. That's I mean, saying. RuPaul Drag Queen yeah, was community. on in 2008, yeah, 2009. Yeah, it's weird, because, like, they... they RuPaul's they, been out since the they, 90s. They, like, so, <laughs> but when it was he said, RuPaul. When he said, yeah. when he said though, like, uh, like, he's a gay advocate, we advocate for that. Like, all right, anybody should have the opportunity to, you know, showcase whatever they, they talk about. Everybody deserves to have a life. You but, should be able to live your but, life. But what we're saying, though, is why is it we don't see more white faggots? That's because, like, but I know what you meant. Yeah, I know, I know what you meant. But in this day and age, no, 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 no. Listen, man, faggot may be a word that they say you can't say. I don't know. Listen, some it's people, some people want it, like even with like butchers and daggers, dykes, whatever they want. You can't even say bitches no more. Nah, you can't. You can't even say bitch no more. You can't. It's perfectly fine. Homosexual male, whatever. A faggot for now is what I'm using. It's masculine and, and feminine. Whatever. But what I will say but what I'm saying, why not more white why are they not talking about more white no. people? It seems like they broadcast the fact of like, oh, is this black man gay? Is, look at the grammar. I think it's what we noticed though. No, yeah. but, but no, not no, no, a John. Elton John is a known gay guy. It's deeper than that. He's celebrated. I think they don't send a Hollywood actor's white male. 
It's our, our game. Community. It's just that we look at, oh, that's Billy Porter. Yeah. You, you know this Billy Porter, but not the other four. Like, it's saying, different. The black men always like gotta be like flamboyant with it. Like, nah, I feel like he's saying like it's they kind of like, this nigga black. He wore motorized drapes. What y'all are saying is true, but what I'm trying to tell y'all is that what y'all are saying is true in the sense that there are flamboyant gay black men. Those exist, but it's what this nigga said too. Y'all's not noticing it because I'll tell y'all right now, wrong before they was Billy Porter. Perez Hilton is a real life thing. Yes. A million times bigger in the white community yes. than Billy Porter. Oh, Porter's. that's the, the gay Puerto Rican dude. No, Perez Hilton is white, white and gay. He just you talking about the pink hair shit? Yeah, he worked on E type shit. He is. No, y'all talking about that. Y'all talking about other homies. Y'all talking about. Um, you talking about Chubby Home? Yeah, he yes. talking about the homies from Love and Hip Hop. No, not the dude from Love and Hip Hop. This nigga's never been. He worked. He used to work. Actress Hollywood. You talking about? Yeah, Actress Hollywood. That's yeah. own. That's that's a that he's not even Puerto Rican. That is a black male. He was on Love and Hip Hop. His name is um. You talking about? Yeah, I see him. On I'm, like not about about black dude. I'm not talking about black dude. I'm not talking about Access Hollywood is owned by Access Hollywood. Yeah, I get what you saying. Y'all may be saying the same thing. Yeah. Though. But Perez Hill, Perez Hillen is a white. Gay male. Yeah, he just got. You just noticed your own more. That's why. And not for nothing, but like, yo, listen. In our culture, for yeah. you, in the black culture, this nigga home was fat with pink hair back he in the day. He had some show on E where he was doing. Oh, he's white. Okay, I thought nigga was Puerto Rican. What I'm saying is, in our culture for a long time, let's just keep it a beat. We all men here, so it's no need to sugarcoat it. It was it being gay was not okay in the black. Culture. We're we're all West Indian too. Right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so you know, it's even a little more than us. That's why when I say not like, okay, like. like I see, I see somebody say that somebody got in trouble for crossing my body, man. Oh, yeah, man. Like, oh, a congressman or some shit like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. like, it's in our culture yeah, to yeah. do that. Because, like I said, is you got to understand what, like I said, it's social engineering. Yeah. You, like, if you, like, show us that, oh, we on back then they was, like, you know, raping black men to, like, break the system. So, we instilled in our children, we against that. We mm-hmm. are against it. So, like, you can't fault me for what you created. Cut from that. Like, you you can't fault me for being, for being the way I am now because... You made me, you know, homophobic because yeah, you motherfuckers. But now our that. culture, the times is changing because yeah, very much with so. the rise of the LGBTQ community, now our race has to step, take a step back and be like, yo, because at the end of the day, like right now was probably the best time to be black in America because we're not the we're not the community on the bottom trying to screw, trying to fight for equality. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like that's the LGBTQ community. So we kind of have to step back because we're not going to turn our backs on Billy Porter because he wear a dress with a wardrobe. That's, 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 no that's how I got disagreed. Of course not. That's how I got disagreed. I think that is uh, like a sleight of hand. I think that is what they are like portraying. Like that. Nah, it was know, just okay to be... It's okay to be... No, 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 no. I'm just if saying. If you ask a white person, it's okay to be gay it's, and it's white. Like, it's like when they talk about like the women's rights thing, how the women's rights movement came and put a dent in you know, the black... Black Lives movement. Matter movement. movement, just because you take it came to the forefront. Yeah, you you, you saying all right, Black Lives Matter, blah, 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 but all but women's lives matter. Let's focus mm-hmm. on this. The gay thing, I feel like, are you saying like all right, the gay people are the ones about need to work for them? No, I think that's a slide here. Like they saying like, let's focus on helping the gay people and forget that we're supposed to be helping the black people. So so like all right, like some about reparations. In fifty years from now, they can be like, yeah, back in. The 90s, yeah, the Asians got reparations for this, this, and that. 
It's been a hundred years since then. Why should we get black people? It's like let's keep pushing that shit to the the background. No, it's like I don't. That's what I'm saying. It's like if you if you a detective mm. and you're working on the case, and the case is helping the black community get it out. When are we going to solve this case before we start? All right, let's get the fuck cat on the I tree think, now. Like, fuck think, the cat in the tree. Get the motherfuckers. <laughs> like, no, I get what you're saying. I just I feel think, like that's what we doing now. Like we like they're like ah oh, yeah fuck back. Let's let's. Get gay people good now. Nah, I think nah, what it we is still is, fucked up. I, I think, think I think good. what it is is, and it's gonna a lot of people not gonna like this, but this is I, my honest opinion. Right now, how it is for black people in America, I'm sorry, folks, but this is as good as it gets. The fact is that unlike any other community, of the Amer- all the way down to the Constitution, the very land, the very structure that this country was built on was to hold down and degrade the black man. You feel me? So the strides that we the strides we made to now. Yeah, I was watching the Malcolm X. They saying Negro like it's nothing on TV. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? They're like Negro ain't even nigga, and I'm looking at it like Yo, I can't believe they were saying Negro on TV back in the day. That's a national news. Let's you, just, talk, let's you be talking to a white person. They they describing somebody like yeah. So he was a Negro uh, about average height. You went outside. Like, they definitely he, saying that. Like nigga, yeah. Negro about average height. Right like, now in America, because it's always been rougher down south. That's where slavery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? So was right now, it, the, the police they. The original theory of the police was to was to catch escaped slaves. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like everything around us was built to keep us down. Like right now, and and, and listen, it's not fair. But life ain't fair. As black men, we understand that more than most. Life will never be fair. Can you I say this one me? thing? I I agree with that wholeheartedly. But when it comes to the laws and just litig- litigation and uh, being passed for the two separate communities. It seems like the advancement of the LGBT community, uh, the laws and just the movement, it, it it gets not acknowledged more, but at a faster rate. Shit, yeah, it's, it's more it, progress. It, it's there. It's, I'm not saying that they're not. That's what I'm saying. The only like, reason that is, the only reason that is, is because gay is not synonymous to any one race. Yeah, but I, you know what I'm saying. That's why. That's why I said groups. That's why. That's why I said two. When I look at it, I see them. I'm not gonna say that they they they're above the black people or below the black people, but. When I see it, the, when I see like the fight in America right now, LGBT community, they can go in front of Congress or somebody right now and get some shit changed. Black people, we can go there and might get some shit changed. It's a lot of Mexicans, man. They ain't, they ain't getting a lot of shit changed down there. Yeah. So when I see that the struggling community, like we just got off the the, uh, the last decade of everybody being scared of anybody with a, a turban on, or you feel me, like like that. Now they get scared of everybody at the border. It's, it's institutionalized because. Remember, like in the Constitution, we only three fifths of a man. Mm-hmm. We not even whole men. Mexicans, unfortunately, like on that actual on the border, mm-hmm. they've been described as illegal aliens. When you think of an illegal alien, you automatically think of a Mexican. My father was an illegal alien for many years before mm-hmm. he became a U.S. citizen. Right. Mm-hmm. When you say illegal alien, you just don't think of West Indians. It's mm-hmm. only or, really or meant to describe Mexicans or, or any other. No, Middle Eastern. Became a thing because terror became a thing, mm-hmm. terror level. So once the government brands you with something, of course it's going to be harder to fight. Mm-hmm. The government has never branded LGBTQ community as anything. As a threat or anything. So I was reading an interesting article today in regards to how the um, defense agency or defense department has now raised the threat level of the KKK. And white supremacists from mm-hmm. mid level to high, so they're now technically a uh, higher of a threat to Americans 
than ISIS is and Al Qaeda. You dig what I'm saying? So do you think that, and this is in New Jersey, prevalent in New Jersey. So do you think that with that being more of an issue where they're actually starting to come out more in droves, um, I remember specifically when I used to work at uh, fucking network, um, they had a white supremacist rally right down the street in the parking lot with a uh, wooden tap. White, like Confederate flags flip, flat off, flapping in the air. They was giving out pamphlets and shit. And they were recruiting niggas actively. Mm -hmm. So actively, we're starting to see more recruitment of white people into the, the, the white supremacist or whatever you want to call it. White extremist groups group type shit. Mm -hmm. Do you guys now feel that segregation is one of the solutions or the only solution that's going to get right. us what we want, which is our own land, our own freedom, our own everything? We gave them too much. We can't go back now. So we we, so you don't think that if we were... Because so, you, know, you know what a sundown town is, right? Yeah, I know what a sundown Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. All right, so you know they got sundown towns in uh, Connecticut. They got sundown towns in Texas. They got sundown towns. Sundown, sundown town? So a sundown town is a, is a town where they tell black people essentially... When the sun goes down, you don't be, go into that town. Because they're going to kill you. Something bad, bad happens. shit happens. So it's basically sundown towns essentially are towns West Virginia. Are, you know, <laughs> probably towns yeah. that are, towns that are, <laughs> like towns that, I don't know if you remember, the, uh, there was a white lady who was advocating to make her, to keep her town predominantly white. There are only four black families in her town. We mm -hmm. talked about her, we gave her the, uh, get the fuck out of here. She sent that to a Mexican politician, by the way. And she, and she was running for the mayor of that city. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Her town is 96, I think, percent uh, Caucasian. Why can't or why shouldn't black people fight more to have our own sundown towns where white people aren't allowed? You can't come here. Nigga, this is the black community. So, nice still? Nice, I'm not saying we nice, can't, but we not, that's also not a solution allowed. to me, though. But, but the, to I, me, that's not I think we're not allowed a solution, though. I think the thing is, we're not allowed, we keep, we we're keep, not allowed to do that. That's also true. But my thing is, okay, so we allowed. why are we allowed? Y'all white people have y'alls. Go go have y'alls. It's not an official thing. Y'all over there. Listen, all I'm saying is, now you don't have to see us. You don't have to hear us. You don't have to smell us. To the white people who who do hate us, y'all go go do y'all thing in y'all white sundown towns. And we are they, they, they tried How is that not a solution? They tried that with Oklahoma. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So of course the thing. Yeah. The thing. And they fucking bombed us. It's two things. All right. One, I heard you say, man, it's too late. You never say it's too late. Once you like say speaking of this, is like we don't want to use those words. <laughs> never, never. Don't be saying. Y'all are right. Y'all are right. Well, we gave them too much, but. No, see, we can't. I can't no. go. What, 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 what do we give But that's what I'm saying. Once we gave them our music. But that's what I'm saying. Once we, say, once we acknowledge the fact that you gave them too much, you, that, you defeated. You take that shit back. You lost. No, no. It's no, not. No, no, I'm just saying the statement. The statement The statement suggests when I say, oh, I gave them too much. That means I lost. I'm admitting that I lost when I say I gave Whoa. them too much. Okay, I see what you're saying. We can't. We don't, we don't want to use But with, with the separation... Does not dissolve the hate is what is what I'm saying. I'm not trying to dissolve the no, hate. No, but, but, no, but, but I'm thinking on a, on a on a larger scale. So when we talked about this in the past, I told niggas like the only way that shit can happen is when we see an imminent threat to mankind itself. But I'm just saying we can't. Well, when niggas got we got to join together and really like they can do that as a people. Like Africans, see how they do that in South Africa. Yeah, they take South Africa. That's what I'm saying. In Africa, that's possible. What you saying? Let's have it our own. Saying that white people can't come out a certain time, you can do that in Africa. In America, that shit is impossible because 
This is them, like you said. Somebody she, gonna find a way to say this running, early She's early. running for mayor. This person that's suggesting this isn't no local podcast group getting together. She is actually might be a politician in yeah. a second. Like, well, now she had to step down. <laughs> I'm not going to keep it a big. Do y'all feel like, and this is a genuine question, do y'all feel like right now in 2020, white people as a whole, hey, because I feel like sometimes I feel like they'd be fighting around fight. Like, y'all feel like white people as a whole hate us or disgruntled the black people? No, I don't think that white people as a whole do. I do think there's an overwhelming minority. I won't say majority. Because I think that number has dwindled now when we have now we have more interracial and mixed race uh, interracial marriages and mixed race uh, mixed race kids and shit. But an overwhelming minority, which is a loud fucking group, although they're a small group, are the ones who are who hate us without any shadow of a doubt. I think and yeah. I'm not and I don't think that it's not only just hate us blind prejudice yeah, too. Like no, that shit. I don't think I don't think that it's our job to stop anybody from hating us. If you hate us, motherfucker, hate us. Well, I don't think go, so either. Go fucking hate me over there for all I care. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All I'm saying is we as black people, like, I was having I, I was having a conversation the other day on, on the Facebook. On, on Facebook, I'm like, yo, bro, we can't find peace nowhere. This nigga, pop, R.P. Pop Smoke, Pop Smoke left his hood, mm-hmm. got out the hood, and he was in Hollywood, my nigga, the Hollywood Hills, and still got got. Okay, black men, like there's no peace. Like we, no, 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 no. I'm talking, I'm talking to the fact that black men don't have peace. We don't have peace in our relationships. We don't have peace at work. Damn, we I, don't I have peace just getting out there. Like we don't have no peace. That's my thought. My process. Look where we at right now. I'm in West Spring, West Springboro right now. I work with a lot of white people sometimes, like grown people, like 40 years old, and they be like, "So this really, really happens?" Like they'll have these situations come, and I'm like, "Listen, every day." I work at a bank. I leave the bank and I hear people all the time say, oh, I'm never going to Hartford. Like, this is their conversation. I'll never be in Hartford. I drive back to Hartford. <laughs> we were just having this conversation. Somebody somebody would never go to. And the thing is, it's crazy because, like, yeah, in my life, I'm going to Hartford. And I know I have to dodge people trying to kill me Head for no swivel. reason. Head on like, plan. Somebody may be trying to rob me. I have to dodge bitches trying to line me up. Mm-hmm. Bitches may be having something. I got to worry about motherfucking, like, like you said, just the black problem getting pulled you over. With your, I have, in your home. And the same person. But this is in the all black community, right? That's a culture. But no, but no, but they, the old black community. It marriage. would change. I'm driving place. from Massachusetts. I'm, I have to worry about somebody copping me over. Like, I'm driving, like I said, just go to a trip. I think that's where the fight is. I don't even know. Police follow me right now. But this is the thing. They look for. It's just us, period. We are. Like, my experience as a black man, as a 30 year old black man, is way different from a 40 year old man. The white man. He's saying he's never. I never had a day like that in my life. Why? Sure. Sure. I just did the Griselda concert, nigga. While I'm literally in the car with one of the models, somebody literally called and threatened my life, nigga. I'm putting the bullet in you and this nigga head when I see you, cause I couldn't get them in the club for free. This is what I'm wow. saying. Like this is my life. To your point. To your point. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a black community, but the difference, the difference in what our current black communities are. And what the, the potential for them to be is, once we remove ourselves from their system, we a lot of pressure will be lifted off our shoulders. And we'll be able to coexist more peacefully with each other because now we don't have a system in place that has us pit against each other. But I think like the system that we're currently right now puts black men against each other. I think every single day. Me. Subconsciously. No, I think the fight I think the fight is with me personally. I listen, I'm gonna keep it a being. I don't think our fight is with White people, the minority or the majority, I 1,000% believe that our fight is with the system that's been put in place. Like I said earlier, 
that system is one is it's only got no business being outside, you can't be outside. Whether you black, white, brown, purple, or orange. You get what I'm saying? Or some real shit. Like you just can't be outside. So even within our culture, even like the same shit, like you mean white people who say like, just my job the other day, like, oh, they don't want to go to Hartford. And listen, I'm gonna keep it not. I don't want to go to Greenwich. Yeah, I don't want to be. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's the I same thing. I don't want to get hit by a crooked cop. So, no, man. When, like, when a white person is asking, like, yo, does this really happen? Like, you know how many times I sat down with with somebody, with one of the white people at my job and been like, yo, like, so, that nigga's just going to drink beer all night? Like, that's, that's what y'all going to do? <laughs> like, yeah, like, it, I'm just going to light some shit on fire? Like, it didn't, it didn't, like, it didn't hit like, me. It didn't hit me that everyone ain't lived the lives that we live. Okay, that's not up until oh, every, it didn't really hit me that everybody ain't living the lives that we live up until it was maybe like two, two, two years, three years ago on the podcast. Well, I every single guest that came up, I was I literally said to them, Yeah, nigga, everybody that had a gun put to them, everybody done been robbed, everybody done this, you know, everybody done been through some shit. And y'all niggas told me multiple times, like, nah, nigga, everybody ain't go do that everybody shit. Ain't through, and I legitimately robbed. had that conversation, like, I had, like when my girls, when my girls um yesterday, because you know, lately, past couple of days, she's been witnesses in Washington and something. She told me the other day, she's like, Yeah, you know, I don't I'm, sorry, I'm, not, I'm not allegedly. She started to feel like she's not, she's not feeling comfortable in the South there no more. You feel mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I just dismiss it like, babe, chill. This shit happens every day to everybody, everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I had to really sit back to myself like, nah, she ain't never been through half the shit that no, I've been through. That's the transaction of being a black man in America. Y'all don't understand it. Listen, so, everything y'all saying, because listen, okay, being a black man in America is the coolest thing and the scariest thing in the world, period. Yeah, yeah. Feel me? Like when, when... People come into our culture, like, they look at the black man as like, okay, like, if a, when a white person comes into the hood, like, okay, that's somebody that, that's somebody controlling the situation. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, they go outside and they live in this culture every day. When we go into somebody else's culture, when you walk into work, think about it. Like, when you walk into work and shit, like, when you talk about regular everyday shit, they look at you like, they look at you like, yo, you black, like, yo, like, and they'll never say this, but we're going to keep it a buck. The white people at your job. Look at you a certain type of way because you're a black man. Uh, oh, no, nah, listen. listen they, the white people, the white people I'm already talking black guy. The white people, people at my, my, my old so. job at fucking Network, man, like, they, I'm not gonna hold you. There were some some white uh, colleagues that they looked to me and asked me certain questions, i.e., yo, bro, I wanna come to Hartford and party with you, but I'm only coming if I can party with you. And I asked them straight up, why me, though? I'm, nigga, I'm just a, I'm just nobody, just a regular you, nigga. You, because, like, I feel like if I was out in a situation and somebody was to approach me, you'd be able to keep me straight. You're big and black. You big exactly. I'm looking at him like I'm I'm the six four fucking two hundred eighty pound black dude. That's why you you feel like I'll be able to control the situation. No, it's hard to like black men in America because like black women look at us to protect them. You feel me? Like the system looks at us to stay calm and just take the shit they throw at us. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Like, uh, don't white act people up. Look don't at back up in here, You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> white people look at us and they expect us to, they just expect us to wild up. I told you. So you, it's, you holding yourself to three different standards every second, just right now, as we breathing right now, you're holding yourself to three different standards. I work downtown so, and I witness people talk about the same time they work in every day. Like it's working, being a black guy in the, in the office. Like even when I'm coming around corners, if I if I hear somebody, 
I make myself look like no it's me because I done came around the corner and the white person. Oh my god, you scared me! How the fuck you about to jump out your shoes? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't expect a black person to be there right now. Oh my god! Like, yo, all the time. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm very much. In I know what that's you why, meant. Yo, that's why when I know I what you meant by that. That's why I come around corners. I come around corners wide. I don't hit the corner tight because if I hit it tight and somebody's coming up and they don't see me before they hit that corner, same thing every single time. Oh my god! Even when I'm leaving work and I'm about to hit that low tunnel down, down, down. You had the white women, white women look back like twice. You ain't been that person to be living. So I run up on you and grab your pocketbook. Exactly. I'm in my hard bottoms. Like, <laughs> we at work, bitch. It's even like, it's a shit you do subconsciously. Like, nobody can when I'm at work every day, like, when I'm at work every day, I go out of my way. No matter what bullshit I got going on, I got to check it at the door. But because because I'm a big black male, I have to be more approachable than any white person mm-hmm. in the building. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I, I know. I kind of want to debate too because like. Uh, People be like uppity. I've had like, you know, some white friends tell me straight up like, yo, nah, it's not your job to make other people feel comfortable around you. They don't know like, how to be black. Exactly. I had I that hate my response every single time. Like, yo, I hear where you're coming from, but it's like, mm, the same breath. It kind of is my job to make sure that y'all white motherfuckers feel comfortable around me. You feel what I'm saying? I had this white attorney come up to me and say, this is my first two months on the job. Mind you, I've been here two months. Mm-hmm. So, and I had interacted with you daily. You yeah. know me. It's only one other black guy. No, two other black people there at the time. He comes up to me and says, "Now, mind you, that I didn't take this wrong, did I?" My actual. Um, which one are you again? <laughs> which one? The fuck you mean? Which one? So, so mind you, I wouldn't I'm, have had no answer for her. Bro, I, I wouldn't have had no him. Him. I wouldn't have. So, no I did. I laughed at him, and I'm just. <laughs> I kept it moving. So yeah. somebody in the job just could an uh, African American woman saw that. She could tell this nigga looks sting. So she asked me, I I am like, but I ain't gonna sweat it. I just know how this this world is. I said he gonna be dead in twenty years. Boy, gone. You know, I don't I, I, I ain't gotta worry about pretty it. Sure she went to go tell she told HR though. So now HR got us in the meeting, boom, boom, boom. Oh, so he put me man. to his office and he was like, Let me tell you what his reasoning was. It was like the I got the black friend type shit. Now we know we all know CHS on the ad, right? He was like, I'm the I'm the I'm the uh, I'm on the board at CHS in Hartford. Like, okay, the fuck you telling me you on the board at a hospital in Hartford? Like, what they gotta do? I'm not racist. Like, okay, this person likes me. Like, he's named all black people. I'm like, bro, and I'm just laughing at his. I'm like, do you not see that you digging yourself a deep deep hole? But that's telling me like, even after being confronted, you're still digging yourself a hole. Like, that's when I realized like, I just gotta always fuck for these niggas to die. This being a black, because listen, (laughs) even in our culture. Like, gotta, when we step inside of our culture, like, you know how many times, like, black women will be like, yo, y'all just not defending us. I'll be sitting here like, yo, y'all niggas, like, yeah. it's five nah, years over there not I'm defending. I'm not going to hold you. I'm not going to hold you, though. Like, there are certain instances where these, where black women are 100% right to feel like certain niggas in certain situations ain't defending them or protecting them. There's always the best that they should. No, there's all. There's always gonna. There's always gonna be I some outliers. Go both, with people every, some I think everything go both ways. Like yeah. I'm just saying that. Like yeah, a lot of times definitely black men definitely gotta step so up. Much more more often than not, then it's gonna more, be that group. More, that's more, 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 not, 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 I'm just saying. So yeah, we gotta step up. Like and look out for black men, like, especially in a workplace when you see them treating any woman bad. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. but now on the opposite end, black women, you gotta make it. Easy for us to help you. Mm-hmm. Like, don't 
Let don't me think I'm trying it. to fuck you just yeah, because I'm trying yeah, to help yeah, you. Yeah, 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 or not even that. Don't but let me you, be, let you, let me be saying here defending your honor and come to find out you did fuck the motherfucking mm-hmm. boss and get the way you had. Now, <laughs> now, yeah, now yeah, I'm what I'm doing. Yeah, now this I'm doing shit alive, and you actually is a hoe. Like, come on, man. It's even more surface than that. Like, I remember I was having a conversation with two black girls that I went to school with on Facebook. And I was just joking with them on some like, yo, nah, you got to defend us type shit. And they said, and they said, they told me straight up, and this is, and this is sad because like, these are two black women that I look at and like, they be the ones screaming that they want black men to defend them. And they're like, yo, I don't have to defend anybody. And I looked at that as crazy because yo, we haven't, we literally having a conversation about black men defending black women. And I'm telling you like, no, nah, you got to protect us too. And you telling me it's not your job to protect us. Feel me? Now, listen, I could have took that instance and been like, well, nah, fuck it. If it, ain't, if it ain't their job to protect us, it ain't my job to protect y'all. Feel me? But, no, as a black man, you still got to You got to eat that. Yeah, you got to yeah. eat all of that shit that's coming at you and still stand up and be a black man and do what you got to do. Yeah, that's if you see saying. that same bitch mm-hmm. outside getting harassed by a group of crackers, mm-hmm. you're going to be, you gonna, you still going to step up and be like, listen, man. Fuck out of here. Back up. Leave her alone. X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Although she said she wouldn't defend you, niggas would still defend her. Mm-hmm. So I got to ask niggas again. If we had our own shit, we segregated ourselves from the white community, the white the white system that's been in place to keep us Negroes, black men down, mm-hmm. and do y'all think that inherently it's going to correct all the other issues that we face as black men no, in our no, own community? No. no. So I, you I don't think, think black women think, think think would, think would start. It'd be a, it'd be something. I feel like it would be the start. I don't think it because would because white be a start. Not, because now black women now that there's no section eight, now that there's no there's no replacement for the black man in the in the home. You have to depend on us. No, I think we now black men are forced. So now you kind of now you put all your. I think we got all black men. I think they have more black. That's not going to be the case though. I think more And that's not a system thing. That's not a system. I feel no. I, I think feel like, I think the system. The system. I think that's made, a human the system, thing. Like, the, the system made it okay for certain black men to feel like it's okay for me not to take care of mine. No, but it's not deeper. Than, no, but look, hold on. It's deeper than that because I feel like our problems, like it's certain issues that just exist in our community. It don't got nothing to do with the system. It got something to do with slavery before there was even a system. Like the reality is, like a majority. First off, the majority of people on Section Eight is white. So removing Section Eight from the equation wouldn't help us. You feel me? Because listen, my parents, my parents was on Section Eight. They needed it. You get what I'm saying? It wasn't a choice. They wasn't being lazy. My parents on Section. My mother was still working thirty six hour shifts at Walgreens. You You're looking at it objectively? How, no, 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 no. What well, I'm not saying is subjective. No, no. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, if a majority of the people taking advantage of a program is white, the only reason that that stigma is only pushed, or that way, that stigma is only pushed. By black people to say the black people on such That's what I'm saying. That's not the point I was making. I'm okay. not saying that. I'm not saying black people are taking advantage of the se- the, the section eight system. I'm saying the section eight system makes it okay for the black man to not be in the home no, and take care of his responsibilities. Even than that, but and it gives the black woman the out to say, "Well, you know what? I don't need you, nigga, because yeah. I can do this shit on no, my but own." But that was the next thing I was going to say. Next thing I was going to say was it goes back to what we said earlier. In our community, we already have a problem with committing to things. You feel me? So when a family is like, when when a not even yes even when a black man goes out and he creates a family, the commitment then like it's harder to it's harder to maintain commitment because everything has just changed. You get what I'm saying? Like 
It was probably just you and Shorty this whole time. Like, hopefully, I'm talking about the black men that have children in relationships. It was Even just you and Shorty this whole like, time. Speak for yourselves, though. Y'all, so y'all, y'all not y'all, y'all, I am speak, I'm, But you wouldn't have your baby. Your baby mother would not go without. No, I am speaking. No, but what I'm saying, I'm saying I am speaking for y'all, myself. You yeah. keep going to know. I want to like keep on the subject, but I think we need more groups. Period. Like I said about like the segregation yeah. thing about black men. Because I go at all these places and I do see a lot of white groups. Like you were talking about how the KKK now is being more prevalent and now uh, they pass out. Organizing, more organizing. <laughs> I think what happened with us is that when well, I said it would be a start for us to start doing that is because every time we do have a start like that, it get broken up, whether it be the Black Panthers or any Black Lives Movement. Oh, yeah. Anything that we start, they got the Black extremists. It looks like there's too many. They high on the terrorist, on the terrorist. You know what I'm saying? Hey, <laughs> yo, the Department yo, of Defense. Black Israelite. Them niggas. Go to New York. Them niggas. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Not for nothing. I'm just saying, not even the religion. We need more black groups, period. Black, The black podcast is association. Just more, just more black, organization. Just more just more more organization. They, they when we do that, when we do, but I think what happens is when we start to do that and we start to organize more, we start to create more opportunities where now, all right, we can do for ourselves. Like, I think all these people that have, like, all these legions, all these, the like, Knights of Columbus, the Knights of this, the this and this, people are part of, like, multiple organizations. That's what an organization is. I that. think it's an outreach problem. So, so yeah. that's what I'm saying. I just think that we got to start creating more groups. Like, but you said, though, like, not saying segregated, but we got to start getting our guys together. Not even just black people, though. Like, how you talking about, like, Mexicans and Puerto Ricans. Mexicans, Puerto Ricans. Like, we got to yeah. figure out the fact that, like, it is us against not just saying them, but is we gotta understand that so we gotta it's we gotta be against the system. We got yeah. we gotta be just as prepared as the next person, as the next group. Like even with politics right now, the reason why black people we don't get things done with politicians is our like you said, commitment. Our vote isn't really counted for nothing because we just follow the niggas because they they tell us to vote for Democrats because we black. They don't have to even do nothing for us. They don't have to be like, oh, I'm gonna get reparations, I'm gonna improve like education for black people. They're like, oh, the black people gonna vote for me because I play jazz. Mm-hmm. Black people gonna vote for me. Because I'm black. Because I got hot sauce. I got hot sauce in my pocket. Black people vote because I got hot sauce in my pocket. But you should. But Andrew, we need. We need. Andrew, 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 with the president thing, with the president thing, I like, I want to say this. I want to say this. With the president thing, like, because there's a lot of misinformation about power. One of the biggest problems in the black community when it comes to actually getting up and, like, going out to vote is that, like, a lot of black people just don't really and truly understand politics. Like, no matter who the president, the president is somebody who sits down and signs papers that come to him. He doesn't make the law. Everybody every two years. You know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't make the laws that affect your community. No, he makes no laws. Yeah. The only law, the only governing law a president can make would be um, would be a presidential order. But that can only stay in effect for a certain amount of time before it has to go to Congress and the House and be actually litigated and then approved. Then it can come back around as a bill and then he can sign it. I mean, we law. get stuck on higher. So, so you hear no matter who, time, even if you go out there and vote for president, even if you go out there and vote for president, the only reason we have in this issue we have it now with Donald Trump is because, one, he signed a lot of presidential orders. That nobody's going back. Like Congress isn't going back because they're majority Republican. They're not going back and they're not checking it. Like yo, so when does this presidential order end? Yeah. They're just letting it ride. And the other problem is that Obama put a lot of things in place. Right? Not even just Obama. Because a lot of people think I'd be capable for Obama. So just fuck Obama. Bill Clinton and George Bush 
You feel me? Like every president prior put something in place that does actually become a law, but it has to continue to be funded. And it just so happens that the funding does come from the executive branch. It does come from the president. So Trump is stopping the funding to a lot of things. You get what I'm saying? Like a lot of shit is happening because he's not funding certain things. So those are really only, that's really the only power the president has. You get what I'm saying? So like you need to go out, you need to vote every two years. You need Let me to ask be- you guys a question. Who inspires you guys? Uh, when it comes to just media shit, Any, anything in life, period, life. Uh, my first inspiration, you know, shout out to Jay, man. Just watching Jay Z, you know, that was I had the older cousins that always played the reasonable doubts and the volume ones, and he was the guy. So growing up to see him become the owner or president of his label and then own this company and turn an ace of spades into what it is now, like. That was my first, but then to more uh, in specific and pertaining to the media and content creation. Uh, shout out to Combat Jack, Tack Stone, like this podcast. Like they 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 introduced me to this podcast shit. Like yeah, my first motivation ever. Actually, believe it or not, that uh, when I was ten or eleven, my mother made me read the autobiography of Muhammad Ali, and. I just a lot of the shit that like he believed in, and it does relate to the nation of Islam because that's what he was associated with. But like a lot of his like beliefs and like just his mentality and shit, like I take a lot of that shit with me. And um, as far as his media shit goes, what motivated me to start this honestly was brilliant idiots. It was Charlemagne and Schultz. Um, everything for me starts with them because before I listened to the Combat Jack situation, I listened to his podcast after he was on Brilliant Idiots. I listened to Tax Zone after he was on Brilliant Idiots. Mm-hmm. I even went and started listening to Joe Budden's podcast because he was on Brilliant Idiots. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So to me, all of my whole media shit starts oh, with Brilliant Idiots. Yeah, I was going to lie. I started, I started listening to Joe shit because after yeah. the Tax Zone. The Tax yeah. A lot of people yeah. did, but um shit for me just in regular general life marcus garvey was like one of the first uh contributors to me being so inspired to a, back to africa yeah mm-hmm. but unfortunately some ideas were misconstrued and people thought he was a thief and blah 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 but yeah, he was doing a lot of shit with newspapers and all types he was he was he trying to get he was black people right. done you know what i'm saying he was um, doing stuff Mm-hmm. Marcus like, garvey you know, was the first one media like that is funny like thinking about that he was involved media in guy you feel me um, but more pertaining to this this podcast, not even just podcast, but just media's in general. Um, Anthony Bourdain, uh, rest in peace to him. He's somebody that I looked up to at a young age. I used to watch all his shows, stay up late just to watch his motherfucking shows. I can attest to that. Um, I was just watching all that shit. <laughs> yeah, like just the way the way he narrated his the way he narrated his episodes, the way he did his research on the cities that he went to, the foods that he uh, was eating, even just the people that he he, he was you know. Uh, going through the, these tours with it, it, like it was very massive to me. Um, Charlemagne the God is another one. Uh, shit, Chris Evans from Hot Ones, more recent inspiration, just because how he does his interviews and the research that he puts in to his guests and and the the the, the, the research and what he puts into his building his shows. Um, shit, man, I I can go Mark Cuban. Damon John is another early inspirer, um, just for what he did with Fubu, how he got the brand launch. Um, this man printed just fifteen hats, 
went to a whole bunch of music videos and said, yo, where are these hats? Morgan, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, he did a lot of hustling to get to where he Go wanted back to. Back to being committed, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just like these guys, those those just a, a handful of people who, who inspired me at a young age, even up until now, you know what I'm saying? Like, Charlamagne is probably one of my biggest inspirers just because, like, he spits, you know, a line that I, I stand by, you know, live your truth so nobody could ever, you know, hold him against you type shit. So... I live by that every single day, man. I don't sugarcoat shit. I tell people what it is. I don't lie. I don't have a reason to lie to niggas about shit. Um, and, you know, yeah, them niggas definitely inspired, inspired me, definitely. And I want to say, because I didn't say it before, because, you know, this nigga already said hope, but, like, um, one of my biggest inspirations was Rockefeller in 96. Like, the invention of Rockefeller, like, going from owning, like, a little building on Greenwich, yeah, it was a lot of money from street shit behind it, but, like, mm-hmm. owning your own building because you went around to all the record labels and they told yeah, you no, maybe. you feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, it was a lot of shit. We was going to a lot of people that was telling us no in the beginning, like, who are you type of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. now they got no, they, they have no choice but to accept us because now we're in the space. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. So, yeah. That's dope, man. Like I said, it don't take that long. Look how long, like, that pop smoke, like, that just came on the scene and he was coming mm-hmm. to star already, like. Um, R.I.P. Pop. Definitely, man. R.I.P. Home, but... Also, R.I.P. Kobe, man. I didn't really get to do a, 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 a Kobe, peace, Kobe. He was actually on, on air. I mean, he was actually recording. I was just started. Yeah. Well, I was just to see the uh, tribute they had at um, the All-Star Weekend. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I know yeah. coming up, what is it, on the 24th? 24th. 24th, yeah. 24th is when they're going to be doing, like, the, the, the public memorial yeah. or whatever. I know he, him and his daughter already got buried. I mean, they, people were fucking sending me the... Um, Video clips of them taking the bodies, the the caskets out the fucking the 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 the, 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 hearse. the hearse and shit, bring them to the shit. I'm like, I don't want to see this shit, nigga. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, that's a family. It's been shit. like a, I don't know. It's been like some weird energy in the year 2020 already, man. Like, started off. Yeah, Chris, he had an interview the other day where he was like, "Yo, it's kind of crazy, but like, if you think about it, we've lost more black people of dominance in the culture in the past six, seven years." Yeah. Then we did for like 20, 30 years before that. Yeah, like you think about like Mike and all these people, yeah. Nine, like all these Fredo, like just black people that was yeah. dominant in their space. You yeah. feel yeah. me? Like, like the black, black the black, black rap, rappers. Like, I keep you saying too, it seemed like Biggie and Pac died, and like a rapper didn't die for a long no, time. No, relatively, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then now it's like, damn, it's like a rap. What which rapper's gonna die this year? Yeah. Like this generation, like, and it's gonna be harsh to say, but they're not gonna age well in the sense of like. I like the, the hip hop I grew up in. Like a lot of them niggas is old. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like Hope do his brunch every year. You get what I'm saying? Like then he still do his all white party, all of that shit. Like that's the hip hop I grew up shit, in. But like yeah. a lot of niggas, like I don't know. Like I saw like R.I.P. Pop Smoke, but like his voice was different. I heard him do a freestyle on a Fifty Cent beat the other day. Feel me? Where he said like a couple of Fifty Cent bars at first trying to catch the beat, and it sounded just like Fifty. And I'm sitting here like, yeah. yo, everybody that was dominant in hip hop when I was growing up. It's pretty much old now. When they're doing bigger things, they they grew to like other Active. venues and shit like yeah, that. And like they not like, on this generation, they're gonna be able. They not going like a lot of them was like the reality is a lot of these young dudes is dying. It's just rapping. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And they still they probably had a lot more to offer the world. You feel me? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's definitely uh, sad, man. I see that, but you guys got any new events coming up? Like uh, I know we talk about what y'all on season three. Uh, Oh like well, him. we we not on the set. Are we on season three. Shout out to Chan Joe. We on his. Yeah, shout out to Chan Joe. Shout out to Chan. And we on the documentary, right? 
Uh, the world within. World yes, within, we, we got. I mean, we get it. We in there, but you know, it's, it's yeah. in the works. It's in the works. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's in the works. I actually you know. got tasked. Well, avant garde got tasked uh, to do do the digitize his logo and create make his logo for his his son's line coming up. So oh, shout right. out to Chan Jones for you know yeah. always networking within you know. So yeah, good, good, man. Network man, you know I just uh, did the the Griselda tour with these guys, man, and saw some clips was, from that. That was a I am a I we're gonna put that footage together tonight too, but. Yeah, it's definitely a good feeling, man, to be, you know, to see, like, you know, the networking, you know, that we've been that doing. Come to, yeah, years, you know, I've seen you from, from last year, just your interaction with that whole camp, but, like, yeah, man, a lot of things is yeah, working out for you. That was a good event, man. Shout out to everybody performed, Drug Us, uh, Slums, Cardi P, um, Cinco, also uh, Sax Fifth, man, you know, they cut us off before my boy Sax get on there to do this big, big, big fish, skinny F- biggie. Future yeah. perform, right? Future-Dead-Yeah-Future-Dead-Yeah-Future-Dead-Yeah-Future-Dead-Yeah-Future-Dead-Yeah-Future-Dead-Yeah-Future-Dead-Yeah-Future-Dead-Yeah-Future-
what, year, year and a half. Every time I hear it's just sporadically, I'm always like, yo, nah, like, I don't know how, but, like, he keep on getting them. Like, every time he drops, I'll be like, yo, nah, this shit is amazing. You feel me? So, yeah, I'm going to go with Sax right now, NCT right now. I might, it might be because this, I hear this shit on the radio, and I usually, when I hear shit on the radio, I'm like, ah, they, it's bad. I, I can pinpoint all the bad shit, wasn't mixed properly, all that shit, but... I am shout out to Sparry right now. Yeah, Sparry is on fire with that you know song. Like that shit be having me in the car. Like, all right, baby, let's go get some. Let's go get a bottle real quick. Like, let's go find a babysitter. Like, that that type of music. Oh yeah, I know who Sparry is. I never heard it though. I don't listen to radio. That shit. He got that. He got that. That that motherfucker. I heard his music before. Ha ha ha. What's that? What's the other shit, son? The first one. The first thing he was pushing last year. Um. Yeah, but that you got it, Jordan. Yeah, you got it, fire. Um, shit. I play that song the way back. I will, I, shit, favorite, like favorite, I don't know if I could pinpoint like one specific favorite artist, but between like Sax Fifth, Cool Q, you know, Hill Talk, I listen to that. Richard P still spit. Like, I listen to that like once a week. I ain't gonna, mm -hmm. I ain't gonna hold you. Hill Talk, it actually came out mm -hmm. like 2017. Mm -hmm. um, fucking Smooth Hands. That nigga just he now stepping back on the scene with the Rockefeller chain uh video. Yeah, that yeah, shit like fire. I would put like lyrical ability, smooth, no no slight, but smooth hands I think is is the top of the top he when it comes to like kinetic lyrics. Like that nigga Shout out to the Virgo, man. Saxon Smooth being you know the first favorites, man. You know, shout out to Virgo Nation, man. You know what we try to do with He said, shit. I don't do voodoo, bitch. I know Virgo. Come on, man. <laughs> The track with uh with, with him and um what's my nigga name? I'm gonna be myself. I forget. I forget uh, what's is it? The general or is this oh, Bridge? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, you know, y'all don't talk about right. Uh, I'm gonna be myself. Curtis Strickland. Yeah, name. Curtis Strickland. Yeah, that shit. Gotcha. Him, that shit with him and Snacks, my nigga. Fight. It got you know it's a real old like Busta Rhymes yeah. vibes to the video. Everybody hop on that skinny song. We, we doing it. We skinny doing Biggie, though. Yeah, yeah, skinny Biggie. Yeah, skinny Biggie. I don't want to take. Perfect. Stay behind that. We don't we don't together. Just so we all lose that footage. Definitely, man. But yeah, man, we're gonna get out of here, man. Yes, these man. Brothers, man. Yeah, come on, come say something. I, 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 I appreciate these dudes, man, for Thanks for having us, man. We usually do the interviews and shit. So, up, you know, like Cash Podcast. As always, man, we want anybody to know, stay blessed, man. Yes, yes. Enjoy the weekend. Cash Podcast on every